Hello, everybody. Welcome into the Dynasty Football Dominators podcast. I'm Andrew, accompanying host Jake. How's it going, Jake? What's going on, man? How's it going, everybody? It's uh, another day in the Dynasty life. What's going on with you? Uh, same thing I was doing last time, I think, sitting here watching the Cavs. <laughs> What's going on with you, man? Trying to trade for Deshaun Watson and Superflex. But uh, uh, that's that's pretty tough, man. So aren't we all? Aren't we all? Yeah, not going so well so far. <laughs> you got any news you want to share with us? Yeah, man. I figured we could probably talk about Jarvis getting tagged. That's probably the biggest storyline so far. What do you think about that? Yeah, that was pretty interesting. I was actually kind of surprised to hear that. Um, it just kind of came out of nowhere. All my Carew ownerships, uh, those took a. A little big, a bit of a hit there. I don't really think he's going to break out with Landry being there. And about the time I got upset with all that, I heard some news that they might tag him and trade him. Did you hear that too? Yeah, and I saw the Saints mentioned, which I, I wouldn't like. Even though I love Jarvis, I don't want to spend that much on another receiver. But um, that's interesting, though, because there's a lot of teams that need a receiver. But I would keep him if I was the Dolphins. That's just what yeah, I would do. Yeah, I think I would keep him too. I heard the Ravens in the mix too. I don't, I don't like that. I like the Dolphins for him. Um, either there or San Francisco. That's really where I was pushing. Or I think you mentioned the Cowboys if they cut Dez. God, that would be like, amazing. That would be nice. I don't like the Raiders. I heard the Raiders too. Um, being, <clears throat> I have a lot of Amari Cooper shares though, so I don't know if that. I think that obviously would kind of hurt him. So I kind of want him to just stay in Miami, I guess. Um, I don't have too many shares of, of Landry, but I think that's probably the best situation for him. Him and Tannehill seem to have a pretty nice thing going. Yeah, they feed him, man. They they pepper him with a lot of targets, and he catches everything. So I don't have he Jarvis does. anywhere, which kind of sucks because he's from LSU, and I really like him, but he's still a great player. Hopefully I'll get I think him I've only – only got him in one league, but eh, that's all right. I'll root for him in that one league. Some other news I want to get into is the whole Minnesota quarterback situation. Uh, I really thought that they would keep one of their quarterbacks, you know, since they had three what I think, you know, NFL startable quarterbacks, and it looks like they're not going to tag any of them. Um, I've heard they're not going to try to get a deal worked out with any of them, so they're going to let Keenum, Bradford, and Bridgewater walk. Are you hearing the same thing? I'm hearing that. I don't really believe that, but I do think that this means they're going all in on Kirk Cousins, and if he wants to win, it's probably the best spot for him. I do. I think Teddy's going to be the one that stays. I just think he's going to be the cheapest, and I know they love him. They could probably swing him and Kirk maybe, but I think Bradford and Keenan are going to cost too much. What do you think? I really like Teddy for, for Minnesota. Obviously, Kirk Cousins would be – the perfect situation for all the offensive weapons there. But talking about cost, I think Kirk Cousins, I mean, obviously he's going to cost a ton. How much did the Jets say that they were willing to give him? 60. Yeah. <laughs> 60 I, million. The Vikings aren't going to give him $60 million. No I mean, there's, but you got to look at it this way too. If, you know, they're a Super Bowl contender immediately with Kirk Cousins. I mean, they are with Teddy Bridgewater, in my opinion, but I love Teddy they're, Bridgewater. They're a contender with Teddy. They are a winner if they got Kirk. And I like Teddy, too, but Kirk's so good, man. He really is. And putting him with Diggs and Thielen with Dalvin Cook? Shoo. Come on. Come on, man. You saw what Case did. That was one of the best offenses in the league without Dalvin. So they, they would be true. incredible. 
This is true. Yeah, it's it's hard to tell what they're doing. I think that, like you said, I think they they have a plan. They know what they're gonna do. They're just not. You can't blame them. They're just not gonna let it out right now. I just thought of this low key. What if they strike out on Kirk Cousins, and they sign Tyrod to go with like Teddy Bridgewater, <laughs> and they go and camp with Teddy Bridgewater and Tyrod. Teddy and Tyrod holding it down in Minnesota. Because they, they would cost that. what probably what Sam Bradford cost by himself. You could get both of them. If you strike sure. out on Kirk, you know, that's just an option. I hope Tyrod lands somewhere, so Yeah, me too. I I was I was kinda pushing for Arizona maybe. I I heard the heard the Bills were thinking about keeping him and then they'll just draft a guy and I wanted to start somewhere. I think Tyrod's a, a good starting NFL quarterback. I like Denver. I really do. I could see that as well. I could see that as well. Hey, you wanna jump right into the to the mock draft now? I think we should, man. Uh, I'm really I'm, I'm on the edge of my seat to see who you draft number one. I'm, I can't wait. <laughs> All right. So just to let everyone know, it's just going to be a, a PPR mock rookie draft. We're not going to do super flex. We'll probably do a super flex later in the week, maybe early next week. But right now it's just standard quarterback. So drum roll with the number one pick I am taking. Yeah, I'm taking Saquon. It's, I mean, it's across the board. It's not a hard decision. Just take him and reap the benefits. Um, I've been seeing a lot of crazy trades go down for him. Can't say I agree with all of them, but it's going to take a lot to get Saquon. But, I mean, I think he's going to be worth it. He's one of the only running backs, I think, in this class that doesn't really depend. Like, it doesn't matter where he lands. He's still going to be solid. Like, worst-case scenario, he's going to go to the Browns or the Giants, and that's that's still fine with me. What do you think? I think he's really safe, man. Uh, even if he doesn't, you know, hit the potential that everybody's laying out there for him, which is basically the he's, he's got to be the greatest running back of all time to live up to the hype. Even if he doesn't do that, I think he's his floor is pretty high. You know, I don't I don't think he he's going to be a big disappointment, even if he lands in a bad spot. Yeah, He's I just think really with his, good all the way around, man. With his pass-catching ability, I mean, I think yeah, his that's floor is, is – I mean, he had, what, 20 receptions his freshman year, 24 his sophomore year, and over 50 this past year. So he's just been improving as a pass-catching back, and I think that's going to translate into the NFL. So even if he does go to one of these below-average NFL teams, they're going to be behind a lot, and he's going to catch the ball. So I think he by far has the safest floor and probably the highest ceiling. So he can't really go wrong with that. No surprises oh, yeah. his, there. His ceiling is is what we just saw with Todd Gurley, is Le'Veon Bell, is David Johnson, is as good as you can imagine. That's his ceiling. You just and they, I don't. I think a lot of people have been saying that the Browns are a bad spot, man. But I know you agree with me. Like, I think he would kill it. Now it would suck for Duke Johnson because I love Duke Johnson, and he would pretty much be dead. But you I think, think they Saquon just can, they can just kill move him there. to the slot if they draft Probably. Saquon? I mean, I wouldn't Probably. mind that. I mean, Duke Johnson's a great receiver move him to the slot, and have Saquon. I mean, that's that's fine with me. I think the Browns have a very underrated offensive line. Um, they really boosted that up last offseason and was talked about a lot. I mean, Isaiah Crowell was, you know, a top 15 back going into the year last year in most drafts. So I think he would do – I would honestly rather him go to the Browns than to the Giants. Oh, like, I would love I, it. Like, oh, I, me too. I hate the, the – the Giants is the worst-case scenario for me. Fuck the Giants. I mean, that line's awful. And I have, like, Goldman's If he went chairs, to the Giants, so. I would want to trade the pick. I would really want to trade the pick if he I, went to the Giants. I mean, that's – Because he's not going to hit the potential. 
I, I totally agree with you. Totally agree with you there. All right, who you got? 102. All right, this is obviously very suspenseful, too. I think you're, you're pretty, <laughs> you pretty much know who it's going to be. It's going to be Geis Land, Darius Geis, uh, the most violent runner in the, in the class. Uh, you know how I feel about this guy, and most people in the community seem – he seems to be a consensus, too. But um, I think he's pretty close to Saquon. I know he doesn't have the, the raw counting stats, but that's just because of where he played, played at school. I can tell you everything about LSU. We don't throw the ball to the running backs. We don't throw it to the tight ends. We barely throw it to the wide receivers. So he's not going to have catches like Saquon, but he can do that. And as far as running the ball, he's a beast, man. How do you feel about him? I love I love guys. I've actually acquired two 102s um, in the past couple weeks, so I'm pretty high on, high on guys. Like you said, there's obviously a pretty decent difference between Saquon and guys. I think guys – his landing spot a lot more but I mean dude's a beast like you can't go wrong 101 102 I think right now pre-combine before landing spots I mean it's a lock across the board I don't think there's really any argument 102 101 so what we're going to get into now is after 102 it's just kind of uh blah like not blah in a bad way but you don't really know who to take at 103. It kind of depends on, like, your team needs. Like, I could see reaching for a wide receiver here. If you really need a wide receiver, though I wouldn't recommend that, I'd probably trade back because most people are going to take running backs the first three, four picks. Right now, I'm going to go with Sony Michelle, uh, running back out of Georgia. I really, really love this guy. Um, whenever Nick Chubb went down, he really – proved his worth as a every down back. He's got great vision, great patience. One thing that separates him from the other guys below him is his pass blocking. I think that's really going to impress a lot of NFL scouts. He brings big playability just every down, and he has a nose for the end zone. So whatever team he joins, I think he's got that touchdown upside. And after the first two, I mean, I'm looking for upside. So – I'm going to go with Sony Michelle here. What do you think about that? Yeah, I like Sony Michelle, man. He's he's really explosive. Um, I do have my doubts about him, but, I, I mean, I would probably take him at 103, honestly, because, like, him and Geis, I think, are pretty much guaranteed to get a good landing spot because they're not going to go as early as Saquon. They're going to go late for Geis late first round, for Sony probably second round. He could land in a good spot a lot easier than Saquon could. So I, I like that about his – you know, I, I like his pass-catching ability. But – um. Yeah, man, I think he could be a really big threat in the right situation, and uh, I like him there at 103. Gotcha. Who you got at 104? So I'm going to throw a curveball. I know you said most people would take running backs, but um, this one's pretty easy for me, man. I'm taking James Washington. He's the best receiver in this class by far. He's probably the only one I would draft in the first round, except maybe Calvin Ridley, but we'll get him later. But James Washington, man, he is just – a freak. He's five eleven, but he's he plays six four. He's got these huge like dinosaur arms. He can go up and get the ball. He attacks the ball. His raw counting stats are ridiculous. He averages twenty yards a catch for his career. He played for four years, so that shows you just how consistent, how dominant he is, man. How do you feel about him? I agree with you there. I think James Washington is the number one wide receiver in this class. Um, not a lot of people agree with that right now but I think they're going to come around, especially after the combine. I think he's just a great deep threat. I've been seeing some mock drafts, him going to the Packers. 
I cannot imagine oh my God. if Aaron Rodgers throws him the ball. Oh my God. He'll be going 103 in a lot more drafts <laughs> if he goes to the Packers. That's for sure. I would draft him at 103 oh my if, he goes, God, bro. if he goes to the Packers. So, I mean, if they get rid of Jordy and Cobb, then I can, I can see it. So, that's, that's a good pick. I, I really like James Washington. If, if he goes to the Packers, um, Devontae Adams, I'm sorry, buddy, but. He's gonna he's gonna nerf Devonte Adams a little bit because James Washington would be a beast. He'd be Jordy Nelson all over again. See, just I just think way it, down I, the field catching fifty-yard touchdowns. I think it would just help the entire offense. Oh, it would because I mean, if they get rid of Jordy and Cobb, like everything can't go to Devonte Adams, so he might get double teamed a lot. I think if you get a deep threat like James Washington, man, I just think that man that would Packers would be the Packers of three or four years ago that for sure awesome, with dude. James Jones and Jordy in his prime. Like that would be, that'd be something to watch. <laughs> I would, I would love to see that. All right, moving on to one Oh five. I'm going to take the other Georgia running back just yeah. because I mean, I love both of them. They're interchangeable to me right now. Um, Nick Chubbs a little bigger than five ten, two twenty five. He averaged six and a half yards of carry his last year. Um, that's against SEC defenses, so that's nothing nothing to frown upon right there. That is very impressive. If you remember Nick Chubb, his freshman year, he set the world on fire. Yes. Everyone was like, he is the second coming. Like, everyone, Debbie Leagues were going crazy. Like, NFL scouts were drooling. And then that knee injury, man, it just threw his entire career off tracks, it seems like. But I think he's he's finally getting back to – to full health and as long as he can stay healthy i think he'll be a a pretty good starting running back in in the nfl for quite a while what do you think about that yeah i actually like chubb more than sonny michelle um in a ppr though i would take sonny because i, I think nick chubb is only a two down back yeah um just because he didn't do it at, at georgia i know they had guys to do it like sonny but i don't think that's really his for it's similar to leonard fournette but i don't think he's even as good as fournette is at it but as far as running the ball like this guy, this freshman year, like you said, set the world on fire. He was the he was the guy. He was the number one back. Fifteen hundred yards as a freshman, fourteen touchdowns. Obviously, he had the bad knee injury, and you could see over the last couple of years, like you said, he's been slowly building it up. You could see that in the stats, and you could just see it on the field. He's getting more explosive. He's a guy that I want to see at the combine. Obviously, we wanted to do this before the combine, so we don't know. But if he goes and runs like a a four four or something and shows that that knee is back to being explosive again. Um, he could sneak up over Sonny Michelle potentially because he's another guy that's going to go later and probably land in a, a pretty good spot no matter where he goes. Yeah, for sure. I saw reports today saying that he was going to – that he was expecting to run in the 4-4s, and if he does that, then good night. I'll take him over Sonny Michelle as well. Yeah, dude, he is uh, – I'm rooting for him. I like him a lot. Moving on, though, uh, what are we at, 106, correct? 106. Okay, I'm going to take another home run hitter, Mr. Ronald Jones from USC. This dude, I didn't really watch him play at all. I never I never really heard about him much until this last year, and I've watched a little bit of him on YouTube recently, but this guy is a home run hitter, man. Like, almost every time he touched the ball out in open space, he got way more yards than probably the defender in front of him thought he was going to get. You know what I mean? He – um. He didn't do a lot of receiving in college, but I think he has that skill set. Um, just because of the way he runs, he just he seems like he has that skill set. I think he just wasn't asked to do it at USC, similar to Geis. But um, 
he's so explosive, man. I'd be really excited about him in a lot of spots. Like San Francisco with Ronald Jones, yeah. I would really like that. What do you think about him? Yeah, I, re- I really like Ronald Jones. Um, that was probably going to be my, my next pick. Um, I like him. He's got just an incredible lower body. I mean, he was a sprinter, so he's got that one-cut move, and it's just like you said, it just leaves defenders in the dust. Um, like you said before, he wasn't given a whole lot of opportunity at USC. They had a really, really bad line. So I think if he goes to the right spot that he could, he could definitely be a, a good fantasy running back for you. Like you said, kind of swinging for the fences there, but it could pay off. I could see it. Um, I'm going to kind of swing for the fences as well. Well, we got 107. Yep. That's about the time that I'm ready to, to take a gamble. I'm going to stick with the running back. I just can't. James Washington's one of the only wide receivers I would probably take in the first mm, seven, eight picks. Again, team dependent. But I'm going to go with Kalen Balash. Whew. Dude. Yeah, I know. I know. It's, it might be a little early, but I think after the combine, I, I think he's going to be a first-round pick. Dude, 6'2", 222. He's ginormous. Okay. He can also catch the ball and pass protect. Like, he's got it all. I mean, I was watching tape on him, and I thought first time I saw him, he's just going to be run between the tackles, can't catch, can't do anything. But, I mean, dude is fast. He clocked, clocked in at like 19 and a half miles per hour at the, at the senior bowl. I mean, the dude is quick. So, I really like him. Again, it's a home run. Depending on landing spot, he could be a bust. But I really, really think with that size, that strength, that athleticism, that speed – that he could, you know, come in and make an immediate impact on an NFL team. He was getting some David Johnson comparisons. I think he could be like a poor man's David Johnson. He's got the physicality, like the physical build, the athleticism of a David Johnson, but he pretty much did everything but run between the tackles at Arizona State. Um, yep. <laughs> they didn't really, which I don't understand. That, and that gives me some concerns about him. I really do like Kalen Bellage, and he's going to break the combine. He might run a 4-3. Like, just some crazy shit. And I think he's, like, the world's biggest satellite back. But I don't know if he can run between the tackles. Like, and I I don't blame you for going for the home run here, but I'd probably be more comfortable around (laughs) maybe the late first, early second. But I think this is where he's going to go, which is why I don't think I'm going to have him. Because by the time we get there and he lands, say he goes to the Raiders or something like that, and he he ran a 4-3 at the combine and he's this big dude, people are going to take him right here where you're taking him. They might take him sooner. So I don't blame you at all for taking him. He's he's a freak. Agreed. So uh, let's take a break, man, before the software cuts us off. We'll be right back, guys. Sounds good. Oh, thank you. All right, guys, we're back, and we're going to get down the home stretch now. We're at 108, right, man? We're at 108. I'm kind of mad because you didn't stop it exactly halfway in between the draft, and that, that throws me off now. So, I'm, I'm going to, so if I'm, yeah, if I make a bad pick, it's your fault because I'm totally distraught and threw off because you stopped it after the 107, not the 106. But it's it's cool, it's cool. I feel, I feel that man. <laughs> kind of throw off your uh, your equilibrium's off now. Yeah. So uh, I'm gonna throw you another curveball. Maybe it'll straighten you out. I'm gonna take Mark Walton at 108, which Ooh. is uh, probably early. But I like this guy a lot, especially on film. It's, it's really that's all I see is on film because he had an injury his, his junior year and didn't really get to show. Sophomore year, he tore it up, man. And this is a guy that showed pass catching ability. He's I'm I'm anxious to see what he runs at the combine, 
but he kind of reminds me of like a faster Devontae Freeman type. Um, and I really like the guy, man. What do you think about him? I feel it. I like it. I I would not have – like that, you really did throw me for a loop there. Um, I would not have expected Mark Walton to go this early. Um, he was he was kind of one of the guys that I was looking at the very end, like 112, like should I pull the trigger on him there? If he goes this high in the draft, like you said about Kalen Balaj, I probably won't own any of them. But that was a great comp, like a faster Devontae Freeman. Whenever I watch film on him, that's exactly what I, what I was thinking of too. And he didn't get a, a ton of opportunity either. So this combine is going to be really big for him. But he could definitely climb up some draft boards if he – performs really well at the combine yeah man i really like this dude uh hopefully hopefully the ankle's healed i think he hurt it after like four or five games he didn't play much this year but man he was explosive that sophomore season so excited to see what he does who you got at 109 109 i'm gonna stick with the running backs i just can't can't get away from these running backs there's just so many juicy backs that i love i'm gonna go with john kelly I like that, actually. The, the Tennessee back. Okay, when have you heard this? He was an underused, undersized Tennessee back. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, some dude. <laughs> I forgot his name. Yeah, me too. Oh, Alvin Kamara. Yeah, that's right. Oh, um, yeah. that guy. No, I, I love John Is he Kelly. good, Alvin uh, Kamara? He's, he's okay. He's, okay. He's decent. He plays for a really shitty team, though. So. Oh, come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but John Kelly, man, he's got the – the lowest center of gravity, I think, in anyone in this class. He's, like, impossible to bring down. He just runs angry. Like, this dude just looks pissed off whenever you hand him the ball. And then he has this nasty juke move. Have you seen this? Have you watched tape on him? Absolutely. I like him. Oh, my goodness. I really like like him. That, like, I love watching him. And I I just fell in love. And I think I kind of fell in love with the tape. So, I mean, at this point – I'm willing to to maybe reach on a guy, but man, he looks good. Everything that I've saw, I, I'll be honest, I didn't watch any Tennessee games, like any full games. But this dude looks legit, and I think he was just underused at Tennessee, which you know they're known to do. What do you think about that pick? Yeah, I like him, man. I think him and Mark Walton are not really going to go where we just took them. We just kind of showed our hands a little bit of guys that we yeah. like. I think we're going to be able to get them early second, even mid-second in a lot of drafts because their names just don't have that pop like some of these other guys, like a Rashad Penny or somebody else like that. Um, but I like them both, man. I really do. I think it's a pretty good pick. 110, though, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get off the running back train. I, there's a running back that maybe I would take here, but I'm going to take safety, and I'm going to go with Calvin Ridley. I know he's old, but he's not that old. I mean, he's, he's going to be an older rookie at 23, but <clears throat> this guy is the best route runner in the class. He is just a technician. He's always open. He didn't have a lot of raw counting stats at Alabama, but they have a running back playing quarterback. So he, he still dominated <laughs> the, the receptions and the, the raw counting stats that were to be had. You know, he had most of them. Dude just gets open all the time, and he's kind of like Jarvis Landry, but I think he's faster than that. But he's just a technician. He's got really good hands. I think he'll probably be the first wide receiver going in the real-life draft. Probably the Ravens, which sucks for him, but – for right now, I'm going to take him. What do you think about him? I'll be the first to tell you I'm not a Calvin Ridley fan. Um, part of it's because he went to Alabama, and I hate Alabama. And I already have a lot invested in one Alabama wide receiver, that being Amari Cooper, and he's kind of sort of sort of let me down, you know, last year. 
But yeah, I'm just not not a big Calvin Ridley fan. I don't really have a great reason why. Like, oh, I don't he's like a good wide receiver. I don't like. He's him. a good wide receiver, and at the end of the first round, uh, I I'd, I'd probably take him if I needed a wide receiver. But I'd be really really tempted to take the guy who I'm gonna take at 111 in Cortland Sutton. Yeah, he's he's definitely gonna go before. Well, I don't know. They might both go around That's, the same time, but see, I like Cortland Sutton. He's the size freak. He's the big exactly. guy. Exactly. 6'4", 214. He's the prototypical like build that NFL GMs look for in a wide receiver one, I think. I mean, he's a big body receiver. He didn't really produce as much as expected coming into this year, but I really, really think he can be you know, a top-tier red zone threat if he goes to the right team. He reminds me a lot of, I think it was a really easy comp to Alshon Jeffrey. Like, I can just see him just being a beast in the red zone. Yeah, I like him, man. He's he's really good. I like the pick here, too. That's probably the guy I would have taken if I was in this spot. But um, I think he's going to go probably higher than this in the actual rookie drafts. Yeah. He'll probably go where, where we took James Washington or even sooner, even though I would take running backs like we pretty much did. But he's just – He's that guy that's got a lot of upside because of how big he is, man. I have a lot of questions about him. I don't know how fast he's going to be. The combine will, will tell a lot, but uh, I learned a lot from Laquan Treadwell, which I'm not giving <laughs> up on Laquan Treadwell. I know there's still there's still hope, but a big guy that's slow and can't separate. Kelvin Benjamin is another guy that he's not that big, but you know what I mean. It's, if they can't separate, yeah. corners are so fast now. Even safeties are fast now. You can't get open. If you don't have Aaron Rodgers throwing you the ball, you're not going to get catch the ball. So we'll see, man. The combine will be important for him. Yeah, you got to be fast to to produce in the NFL. I totally agree with that. You said Kelvin Benjamin. You know who reminds me of Kelvin Benjamin? I was watching him um, the other day. Odd take. Yeah, like I'm just like, so happens that he went to Florida State. Um, I know, and I, I didn't want to say it, but I'm like, God, like he's. He's a more athletic Kelvin Benjamin. Like it's so easy. Like he's just a skinnier Kelvin Benjamin. <laughs> well, I don't think he's true. more athletic. I think <laughs> he's, he's just, just not skinnier. fat like Kelvin. <laughs> he's not fast though. <laughs> Kelvin's actually more impressive because he's fat and as fast. So <laughs> I, I kind of like lose like a little bit. I do too. Like I'm kind of like I feel like he's gonna be like a late round steal type of guy. Like you're not gonna second have to pay up. Yeah, you're not late gonna have second. to pay up for Auden Tate at all. And. He's either he's gonna be like a boom bust guy. I I I'll take a chance on him late second. Him and Equinemius are those two guys in the second round. Yes. I can't wait to draft because that's gonna be the spot in the draft where the running backs are probably gone and they got a lot of upside. But I'm not taking either one of them to close out our draft though. I am taking Mr. DJ Moore, who oh, is my DJ Moore. second favorite receiver in the class. I didn't take him before Calvin Ridley just because I think Calvin Ridley is just a safe wide receiver three level, you know. Just safe. Um, yeah. DJ Moore might not be as safe, but he his ceiling is the roof, as Michael Jordan would say. Um, he's just really good, man. He's, he came from Maryland, so obviously the Stefan Diggs comp is easy. But I kind of see he, he wins down the field a lot in a way that kind of like Steve Smith. He's a little bit bigger than Steve Smith. He's 5'11", 215. He's really solid, man. But he's just a, a really good wide receiver, man. He can do it all over the field, outside, inside slants, nine routes, you name it. He's a beast. What do you think? Yeah, he has great route route running, and he's got above-average hands. I love his, his play after oh, the catch. He makes some so electric thick, plays man. after he catches the ball. I mean, he's – I love DJ Moore. 
he's I really it was between him and Sutton for me and DJ Moore set the record at at Maryland this year with 80 catches Unreal. so I mean if he goes if he goes somewhere and he gets the targets I think he's going to be a great NFL and fantasy wide receiver for a year I've seen a lot of receivers uh mocked pick. to the Saints in like the second round or late first I would love DJ Moore to go there. I, I generally like to put almost everybody on the Saints, but I really like DJ <laughs> Moore there. Um, we need somebody. We're going to lose Willie Sneed. We're going to – Ted Ginn's old as shit. DJ Moore can play in either spot. Um, him and Michael Thomas together with Alvin Kamara. Can you imagine him and Mike <sighs> Thomas? My God. Ooh. It doesn't matter. Even when we lose Man. Drew, whoever we bring in, they're going to have it made. That's going to be – Who are some guys who are like really close – for your first round, do you have any guys that that's obviously you like? Rashad say, Penny probably would have went in a normal draft. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't go. Like I was, I don't really like him. I like him. I like him, but not as much as some of these people like him. Like, no, like I'm not gonna take him in the first round. He's a mid second guy for me, and I'm never gonna get him. At yeah, that, I think so. uh, Carry on Johnson like, is another one too. Yes, that's exactly who I was getting ready to say. I like Carry on Johnson more than him. He's like a like a throwback, true NFL banger running back. I think he can be a two, maybe a three down workhorse back, get some red zone carries, and maybe sneak into the to the first round in some drafts. I really like Carry. Yeah, he Johnson could be good, well. man. He he's really big, and he well he he's not really big as far as like his height, but he he looks big on the field because he runs like up. But I like him, man. He's he's really good. Yeah, I think he's like six foot, like six foot two fifteen, something like something that. Like yeah, that. man. But he he looks bigger than that when he's playing. But I, I like him. Uh, Auden Tate is somebody I would think about if I was wide receiver needy. I probably wouldn't take him there. Um, like we mentioned, Equinemius. I'm higher on Equinemius than most people. Um, so I would think about him here possibly late first. But there's a lot of guys, man. The combine's going to tell us a lot more. And um, I'm actually really excited to do the superflex. I think that's going to be even more fun because that's going to throw a lot of curveballs. Yeah, it was really hard for me. It was really hard for me not to mention yes. a couple quarterbacks Lamar Jackson. There, but I'm going to – We didn't even talk about gonna, Lamar Jackson. I know, right? uh, I know. Like, is he is he your top quarterback right now? Yeah, he – Or is Josh Rosen? He is, but I don't like saying that out loud because I don't want people to know because he's not he's not going to get drafted <laughs> as the top quarterback in Superflex rookie drafts. Like, I got 2-1 in my main dynasty league, my home league. And if he makes it there, that's my pick. Like, I don't think anybody from there listens to the pod. Hopefully they don't. But if they do, that's who, <laughs> that's who I want there, hopefully. Or DJ Moore. Say you got the one – what if you have the one four and you need a quarterback? Oh, I'd take him. Super flex. I'd you, take him. You take Lamar uh, Jackson Assuming that Darius Geis is not there, I'd take him. And, unless he, unless he See, lands that's, that's... in – tell you what, it would depend on what the, the path to playing yeah. time looked like. Because if he was coming in and he was going to start or have a chance to start, you know, like Trubisky did halfway through the first year, and it was a team with weapons that fit his skill set, then probably would. But I don't think I would have to. I would probably trade back to like 108 and then take See, him that's, there. That's but if, if it came down to yeah. it and I couldn't trade back, and nobody, I'm not really in love with anybody from 103 to 110. It's kind of a blur for me, so – Superflex. If I need a quarterback really bad, and I, I believe in Lamar Jackson personally, I might do it. 
I think he has the by far the most upside of any quarterback in this draft. Like it's not even him close. and Mayfield are one A one B for me. Like I really like Mayfield a lot. I think he's either going to be Drew Brees or just be a replacement level guy like Colt McCoy or something. Yeah, like he's going to be something yep. one one of those two things. I don't think there's an in between for him because of the way he's built. Yeah, it, he has the intangibles and the competitiveness to exceed at the next level, but it's one of those things. He's either going to excel or he's going to You know who he kind of reminds me of now that I just thought about it? Russell Wilson. Because huh? yeah. he moves around. He throws that. a beautiful deep ball. He's he's really accurate. He's a gunslinger, man. He's just a football. He's a baller. He's a baller. And he also just signed a contract with the Yankees. I don't too, know, did he? he? I saw, uh, oh, I saw Russell Wilson Russell. hit a no, home run today, though, so I'm kind of oh. wondering if I should <laughs> trade him. <laughs> You're gonna go Tebow on us. Draft him in all your all your fantasy baseball dynasty. Oh, leagues, speaking though. of other fantasy leagues, I'm, I'm going for that fantasy basketball title. Coming for it, close to it. So be rooting for me. I played fantasy basketball last year, and I made it all the way to the championship with Russ. Me too. And I lost. Me too. But I don't know. I just couldn't. I just couldn't really get into fantasy. Like I love basketball. I got LeBron James. So it's but easy. I just couldn't really. I mean, yeah, LeBron James is the greatest athlete of all time. So uh, that that's a good easy. spot to end the show right there, <laughs> unless we're going to talk about Kobe. But we don't want to go down that road. So um, it's been fun, man. It really has. You got anything else you want to cover? I I think that about that's about it. I'm excited to do this super flex later on later on the week. Wondering how it'll shape out. Throwing some quarterbacks into the it's gonna mix. It's going to be fun. All right, man. Uh, follow right. us on Twitter. He's at Wacky Pappy. I'm at Dynasty Studs with a Z. We'll holler at y'all later. See you next time.